get started with some of the intros uh, you know again typically when we do these spaces people are coming in in and out and uh you know the longer we go the more people will catch so we can go ahead and get started um so thanks everyone for joining my name's josh i have uh or we have a really special guest today a, a new ecosystem team uh to the small ea you know strategy family strategy community uh, it's the Silver Sun Capital Investments team, uh, led by Kevin and Joe. Kevin and Joe, how are you doing today? Doing great, Josh. Doing great. Yeah, doing great, man. How you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good. I think um, it's nearing towards the end of the week, so I, I imagine most folks are feeling better the closer it gets to Friday. Um, so I feel like people are, are pretty good right now. Um, so just to to... You know, this this is for many people probably the first introduction to y'all. I know a lot of people have been reading the blog, uh, but would you want to just give like each of you your own you know personal background, and then we can get into like Silver Sun's objective? Sure, sounds good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll kick things off. Pleasure to meet everyone. This is Kevin Jenkins. Um, just by way of of a background. Uh, Studied math and economics, and then worked at a company called DTCC, which is the clearinghouse in the financial markets. Um, and ultimately, that's where I was initially introduced to uh, to blockchain many eons ago. Uh, for those of you who who don't really know much about DTCC, they they clear and settle about two and a half quadrillion dollars a year. Um, and so, when 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 you think about that and uh, some of the efficiencies that blockchain could could bring, uh, you start to kind of really get interested in in space uh, from just a market structure standpoint. But um, after that, uh, spent a number of years doing both buy and sell side M and A, um, and you know I've always been uh, investing in equity markets. I guess really since since undergrad. Um, manage a, a small family office portfolio that consists of digital assets, uh, as well as some, some angel investments. And, um, yeah, ultimately my, my partner, Joe and I, uh, have been working together for a number of years now on, uh, some, some interesting strategies that, that we think will, uh, will benefit the ecosystem that we'll talk about more here, here today. So Joe, I'll let you, uh, give a little background on yourself as All well. Right. Thank you. Uh, hi, I'm Joe Valentine. Uh, start. I was served in the Marine Corps. That's where I kind of learned the the art of trading. I guess you'd call it. I had uh, several people I worked with. One of them ended up becoming a crypto millionaire. Believe it or not, uh, one day you know, we woke up in the barracks and he was driving a Lamborghini and somehow disappeared from the face of the earth. So that got me interested. And then um, 
while I was a squad leader, I had a guy who served under me and he taught me options trading very early on. I wasn't a big fan of options trading, but he kind of introduced me to really how to get started, where to look. Um, he's doing quite well himself now, but um, that started my journey. So I started with Forex. Um, I wasn't profitable for the first two years. Once I became profitable, I started looking into prop firms, um, took advantage of that to my best degree. Uh, right now, that market looks to be drying up. So um, I'm moving on to other pastures. But at this point, uh, like Kevin said, we've been working on these strategies for a while and we're really looking forward to bringing it to the market so that other people can take advantage of it. What, what inspired y'all to, to start Silver Sun? I guess it would be uh, more off selfish impulse. We saw this giant downturn with all the crypto markets and we said, hey, how do we preserve capital and make money during this time? So for the last two and a half years, we put this strategy through the ringer as much as we could, um, got out all the flaws and condensed it to make it as optimized as possible. And Kevin came to me one day, he's like, hey, check out this Somalia website. And so we just kind of dove into it and you guys have a very, very compelling market. And it's a good opportunity to get started in something I think is very untapped. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. So th the first strategy y'all are bringing to market is this ETH trend growth vault. Um, it's actually live on the Smallier website now. So we'll, we'll get into that more. Um, but before we get into the specifics of that vault, um, I know y'all like as traders like the the human psychology element is important and you know your own like approach to trading is is very influential into like some of your activities and and results so can you just touch on like how how y'all think about some of those things absolutely um to be quite honest i think trading psychology is the most underrated aspect when it comes to investing and trading even basic investors should have an understanding of how their emotions dictate what they do in the market. I mean, just to name off a couple, I mean, you have fear and greed, loss aversion, confirmation bias, overconfidence, gambler's fallacy, emotional control, lack of risk management, overtrading, and inability to learn from mistakes. Um, the ones that really take hold in crypto are fear and greed. Well, I have a true belief that that is how crypto operates the entire market. Um, when people are scared, it gets really bad. When people are really optimistic, it goes to the moon. And um, the average investor, I think, just gets shelled in that retrospect of trading psychology. Um, a lot of people overtrade. That's a big problem I see in crypto. They over leverage. Um, just not to get into the strategy too much, but we're not using any leverage in this strategy and we're not overtrading. We're taking a trade that lasts maybe a couple months and then getting out of the market when it turns bad. So, um, yeah, I mean, just to anybody listening to this, really dive into trading psychology. There's some great books out there. Um, trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas really is an awesome tool that you can add to your toolbox. So, um, yeah, I mean, do you have any other questions towards that? Um, I do, but I, I feel like it, it, I may uh, go down like a, a rabbit hole. And <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. I mean, when you start trading, you go down a rabbit hole regardless. So, yeah. Um, um, so get, get, getting into the strategy, I know a lot of people like ETH um, 
and and there's like various reasons for that. Uh, wh why start your uh, this ball uh, focused around ETH? Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll I'll take that one, and you know I I think given my background, um, kind of doing a lot of fundamental analysis, um, you know I'll I'll kind of walk through at least how how I see ETH. Um, first and foremost, uh, you know, not someone that is a quote unquote ETH maxi. I, I, I wasn't, you know, an, an investor in the ICO and hence kind of shelling ETH for, for any selfish reason. More so, um, I, I kind of have this, this core belief of what if, what if you could really own kind of the base infrastructure of this quote unquote internet of value? Um, and ultimately you kind of take that to the the next conclusion which is like what if um that new internet of value starts to kind of play out similarly to how open protocols dominated in the current internet that we're using today protocols like tcpip and and there's kind of dominant market share gained um that, that's kind of my view of of how i perceive eth um, you know, currently there's about 30 different L1 blockchains that are kind of competing for this uh, L1 dominant market share L1 block space. Um, and, you know, over the past year, they've generated 3.3 billion in fees. Over 60% of that uh, was associated with ETH. Um, 40 billion has been aggregated in TVL. Over 70% of that is ETH. You know, there's over 21,000 monthly active developers developing across the space. And, you know, majority of that mindshare is also on ETH or respective L2s. But ultimately, when you look at the earnings profile of, of these L1s, it's actually very negative. They've lost nine and a half billion in earnings over the past year, um, while ETH has generated 650 million in earnings. Um, so, you know, just kind of thinking from a fundamental basis, ETH in, in our view uh, is, is very well positioned to kind of be that dominant L1 player. Um, not to mention, if you look at the market cap of all these uh, L1 blockchains that are competing, ETH actually only represents 22% of, of, of the market cap. Now, that, that does include Bitcoin as a quote unquote L1 in, in, in that particular case. Um, and so that's kind of like the, I guess, fundamental thesis, if you will, for, for why ETH um, relative to something else. That said, uh, we are planning to, uh, assuming this goes well, uh, submit another proposal. We, we, we've been doing significant back testing on BTC as well. Um, but that's kind of the, the fundamental thesis for ETH. And then when, when you think about like, what will the future of ETH look like? You know, I think Venex analysis on ETH uh, is really compelling where they basically forecast out market capture uh, across different end markets. And by 2030, they estimate that ETH's revenues will be upwards of 50 billion which results in, you know, ETH token price of about 11.8 thousand, which is 6x from today. And, you know, ultimately that'll be a very volatile path 
to get there, uh, assuming we, we ever do get there. And that's why I think having a strategy that helps ride the waves of that volatility is critically important. Got it. That, that, that's definitely helpful context. Um, so we know why ETH, there are a few other uh, platforms where people can create some of these trading type strategies um, it, within like the, the DeFi landscape. I know y'all came across the website, but what was it specific about Somalia that um, made it a uh, appealing home for y'all? Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, uh, Joe and I really like wine. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that was that, that was the first thing that was of interest. Um, no, but 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 on a more more uh, more serious note, like um, we we've been following Somalia for for quite some time, and I think it's actually one of the few protocols that 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 take advantage of the composability elements with within DeFi um, very well, right? Like any given protocol can take advantage of liquid staking paired with um, borrow lend paired with money markets. Um, and so, you know, I think that the degrees of freedom that that opens up for different strategists is, is, is very um, compelling. And ultimately I think what that has lent itself to is the growth of these real yield vaults. Um, and, and, and while I think that has been uh, very impressive to date, um, I think the kind of next logical iteration of these yield vaults is composability on top of them, right? So while it's it's great to earn you know eight or nine percent yield on your ETH in ETH denominated terms, what would be even better is to basically automate the rebalancing based on market conditions between you know, something like a real yield ETH and real yield USD so that you're always earning yield in the respective underlying that you're positioned in, but you're also taking into account what the overall trend of the market is. And so I think it's, it's great. Like the logical steps um, of Somalia have been like, let's take advantage of the composability of protocols that are built in DeFi. Let's optimize the yield by utilizing those protocols. And now let's kind of next evolution, basically rebalance between these yield vaults. And, and, and that's what we're excited about here at, at Silver Sun. Yeah, I think that's, that's really cool. And y'all, um, we're like increasingly seeing some of this composability play out that you mentioned where uh, we have a really cool vault like Real Yield ETH and other vaults are taking advantage of that. So we have like the link vault that's sort of dabbling in some of the same activities uh, and, and can deposit in real yield ETH. Um, you know, other LST or other vaults that use like ETH and ETH, ETH LST DeFi uh, could, you know, conceivably use real yield ETH powers to, to supplement or power their yields. So it's really cool. And then y'all are doing it pretty explicitly 
and that you're bouncing between this ETH vault and this USD vault uh, in a new way. So it's like co completely a, a meta vault, uh, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, and hopefully we see we see more of that and people, new strategists or for your future vaults, like you can continue to play with these different Legos that exist in the sommelier uh, vault like landscape. So do we, let's get into the specifics of the strategy. Uh, you know, can you talk about maybe how this is different than just holding like real USD uh, and real yield ETH? And some people may be familiar with trend trading, but just give like a high level overview on what trend trading is trying to accomplish and um, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll just look at STETH, right? So if you bought STETH two years ago, you're only up 7% total value. Um, at one point you were down pretty substantially. So if you're just holding ETH on its own, I mean, your max drawdown was 80% over the past two years. Right now your cumulative return is under, what was it, 55%. So you're, you're underwater right now, even if you're generating yields. Um, so the idea is, you know, isn't it nice to be able to jump from a asset that has a lot of volatility that over time we believe is gonna have exponential growth, but also at the same time, you're able to get out when markets are very bad. Because we all know in crypto, it's either hot or it's cold. And right now it's very cold. So, um, I mean, just to go over the past two years, if you were, using this vault, you'd be up 37%. And your max drawdown would be 22% versus you'd be down 57% if you were just holding Ethereum and your drawdown would be 79% at one time. So that's really what's compelling about this vault and why we wanted to bring it to more people. Because honestly, just seeing the last two years, I've felt horrible with people who put in money at the top and just watched it go to almost nothing. Like that, that to me is shaving actual years off of your life. Like forget the money, forget the long-term effect. Like you're, you're shaving years off of your life because you're feeling physical pain when that happens. So the goal of this is to minimize your psychological pain, pain and compound on every single gain over time. And even those losses, they're small. They're not massive losses. So that's, that's why we wanted to bring this, especially right now after what's happened. Um, as far as how the strategy works, uh, it's very basic. We're only taking long positions. We're not using any leverage. Um, we're not shorting. We're just, when, you're, when Ethereum is on an uptrend, we are in that market and riding that wave for as long as we can. And when our indicators that are put together through an algorithm basically flip that it's going to be a bullish market, we get out. And we don't get back in until it goes to a lower price or it resumes the price that it was before. So, I mean, that's the basic of it. You know, people want to know, well, when do you, how do you know when to buy? How, how do you know when to sell? And unfortunately, that's the recipe we made. And, you know, we're not going to reveal that to everybody. But as time goes on, there will be copycats. But as Ricky Bobby said, if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. And Ricky Bobby, you know, uh, definitely... Definitely needs to meet y'all because uh, I think the strategy is pretty exciting. So I think he. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so 
it's looking for the trend and exiting. Is there any other um, besides like just sort of recognizing the, the market patterns? Is there any other mechanisms that are helping protect uh, users to minimize those drawdowns or, or min minimize the depth of, of those drawdowns? Absolutely. So starting with trading psychology, we have removed the human element as much as physically possible. So for us, I used this trading strategy for years and I just converted it all to an algorithm. So basically we get a ping. I go and verify the data as well as Kevin that this is actually legitimate. There's no reason to do it, it's just an extra fail safe that we do. Um, and then that strategy is automated with Somalia. So Somalia will then enter the Ethereum vault and basically get exposed to ETH while it's on an uptrend. Um, of course, they're, you're not going to be 100%. Anybody that tells you any differently, you're not going to win 100% of your trades. So there will be some trades that go negative. But the, the important thing is, is that we get out of them as early as possible at when those uh, indicators do flip and we do get that notification. So minimal human error is presented with this strategy. And the goal is that when Ethereum does go down, we are not in that market. We are compounding as much as we can in USDC and then compounding again when it is getting an uptrend. You want to talk about um, how we're basically confirming that on the daily time frame and typical hold periods for uh, yeah, for yeah, trade? yeah. So um, when we verify when to get in and when to get out, we do not do it on the day that the indicator shows. We do it the next day. So it's a confirmation in the box in that indicator that we use. Um, and then what was, what was the other point? Yeah, and 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 the reason that that is an important point, um, as Joe has already alluded to, like there could be a lot of leverage in this market, and so sometimes there could be false indicators um, as those folks potentially get liquidated. Um, and so you know when when there's high open interest, sometimes there there could be some false readings and so that's why it's really important uh for us to be able to confirm that because yeah, it happened what like a week ago <laughs> yeah in theory had a giant pump and me and kevin got on the phone and we're like if we didn't have this would you have gotten in and he said absolutely he's like i would have been all in on that and with our strategy we wouldn't we're not getting in on that one and obviously you can see the past couple of days it's gone right back down to where it is so um you really do need to confirm after that day close because if you don't things flip all the time very quickly so it's just an extra fail safe to make sure that these trends are actually going up and they have the highest probability that they will keep going up got it and i think one of the the things uh, that is really cool about y'all, and I know you've touched on it, but just for the audience, in some of the, we've we've launched trade uh, trading vaults at Somalia in the past. Uh, it's been almost a year ago now, mm -hmm. and while those vaults are like interesting and you know do some trend trading, uh, you know, give exposure to BTC as well. One of the things we've noticed is that sometimes these trades you know have longer time frames or these strategies have longer time frames and i think y'all's is, is one of those and so it's hard to really gauge how the the vault is performing 
because, you know, it may be trading infrequently or waiting for certain indicators that only appear maybe once a month or twice a month. And so you, people are looking for that, so, those signs of effectiveness and they're just by design not coming along very often. And so then people, you know, um, maybe lose interest or just, it's just hard to evaluate the strategy. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about y'all's is because you're leveraging real yield ETH and real yield USD, uh, ETH, like regardless of whether it's long ETH at this moment, you you are still benefiting with some yield being generated by those two vaults. So you can check their performance. Um, both of those vaults are really known commodities, at least in the small yet ecosystem, like Real Yield USD launched at the end of January. It's done about 5% organic yield since then. So that's, you know, the last seven months. Real Yield ETH done about 8% ETH over the last five months. So there's, like, you are benefiting from some of Somalia's best vaults uh, and vaults that have demonstrated their capabilities over an extended period. So I think that's a really cool thing for our community, the fact that they can take these longer, not bets, but they can take these longer views through a, vault, a trading vault like ETrend Growth, but then also get some of those more immediate benefits of a yield vault where it's um, generating value for the user every day. So I know that's a little long-winded, but I just think that's so cool that you're you're bringing the best of these two worlds together. Yeah, we think we're stoked about it. I mean, <laughs> honestly, we feel like it's really something that is missing in in this market. And, you know, we're hopeful that people really take a liking to it because, I mean, you're getting the best of both worlds in our opinion. So, and, you know, just, just to reiterate, like there are going to be times where this will underperform the market at times. I mean, name one hedge fund manager or anybody who's overperformed the market every single year, except for James Simmons, that guy's crazy. But, um, What's important to us is it's not how much you win, it's how little you lose. And that's the important thing. That's the number one rule I've learned in trading is the wins will come, but you need to mitigate your losses. And so being able to diminish those losses by getting the interest on USDC and Ethereum, at the end of the day, you're almost negating the losses you have through that very stable yield that's generated through each of them. Yep. Uh, so I know people have different views on backtesting. Uh, you know, people when it's a new maybe vault or you haven't, you're unfamiliar with the team. It's like, what's the backtest? Then you see the backtest, and you're either like, oh, this makes sense, or I don't know. So uh, you know, this is too good to be true. So help us understand like how y'all think about backtesting uh, and like any sort of performance related things you, you've seen with this strategy? I like backtesting just in the sense that you get a rough estimate of, of what's going on. It also helps you see long-term how you can perform. Um, it's also important to remember that each moment in time is its own individual moment. It's not similar to things that happened in the past. It may look similar, but it's not related at all. Um, so with this strategy, we, we ran it through months and months of different tests to make sure where to do the best long-term, where to do the worst. 
you know, there's some strategies that with this indicator that performed way better, but the risks were too much. Like you would have a 30% loss at one time you would have, you know, or, and then the next trade you'd have like a 300% push and that's all fine and dandy. But what I look for is which settings, which indicators produce the lowest losses. Because I know in crypto and Ethereum, those wins are going to come. Those bullish runs are going to happen. Um, in the future, they may not happen as much as, you know, institutional money starts coming into the crypto markets. But we have done this. We have looked at the same strategy on Apple, and it's performed substantially well, beating the market by three times the amount. Um, you know, you can say what you want, but back-tested data is going to give you a, a rough estimate of, you know, where you can go in the future. And if you don't have a plan or a strategy that you can look at back data, then kind of have nothing, in my opinion, and you're not going to be successful. And, yeah, I think the the only other things I would um, kind of add or, or, or piggyback on there is, um, you know, we, we also kind of built this for ourselves. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been manually kind of doing this um, just between uh, yield bearing stable coins, and then just liquid staking tokens um and and been doing that for probably the past year or so um using this strategy and then in a, in addition to that um basically with with chat gpt uh joe and i have have been able to optimize a lot of the parameters for these indicators specifically around um ethereum to to really in, in, improve some of the back testing, because we, uh, as 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 Joe already alluded to, like we we've been working through this for for a number of years now, um, and it has changed uh, over the uh, the past couple of months, um, especially with. Uh, ChatGPT kind of helping us optimize some of these parameters. Um, so hopefully that's helpful in terms of some additional insights. Yep, it is. Um, so I can get into, we can get into some like uh, audience questions and how to get exposure to the vault or just learn more about it. Um, I'll just touch on, before we touch on that and like as people think about their, their different questions, uh, I'll just get into some of the SOM incentives because people are always curious about that. So we are running uh, like a 60-day program for this vault. Uh, so SOM will be distributed over the next 60 days to uh, people participating in the vault. You, you have to bond your you know, strategy tokens, but all that information is displayed in the UI. And the reason for this type of structure uh, on this vault uh, is because it has that longer time frame of, you know, positions uh, being held for, for months at a time, potentially. We wanted to, like, give users uh, incentives for a long enough period so they actually can better evaluate whether they they like the vault or not and get to experience some of its effectiveness. So that's why the program is designed that way. 
uh, you know, there's always the possibility for future programs as the vault continues to grow. So for this, uh, you know, next 60 days, some incentives will be flowing. So that's something to just be aware of as you evaluate the vault. And then um, as far as like how to participate, it is in, if you go to app.smallia.finance, you'll see the vault at the top. It is, there's like a, it's the ETH trend growth vault. You'll see some of the stats on the, the vault, some some details describing some of the actions. Uh, we, I just checked and we have about 200K of deposits in the vault already, uh, even though the vault's only been live for 30 minutes. So there are some users exploring the vault, giving it a try. So if that's of interest to you, um, you know, you can follow the deposit flow and in, in the UI and uh, gain exposure to it. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'm going to follow up the spaces with a, a tweet thread, you know, providing some of the highlights. And you'll also be able to see this more in-depth blog that we prepared uh, that has some of that backtesting info. So those are all resources that are available uh, to those interested in learning more. Uh, but does anyone have a question for Kevin and Joe about the vault? Okay, well, I have another question for them, so I'll just ask it. Um, Kevin and Joe, how do you how do you plan on keeping folks updated uh, on the like the performance of the vault? Do you have any thoughts on how how you'll just be communicating with? Yeah, we, we've already, already yeah we've already talked about that. Um, we're gonna every month at the uh, the end of the month, so thirty first, thirtieth, whatever it is, we'll be posting the back tested data real time on the past month and the entirety of the uh, strategy going back to 2017. So we'll be doing that every month um, as far as that. Um, if anybody does want to talk to us, feel free to reach out. We'll even talk to you face-to-face -face if you want. We're, we're not afraid. We're trying to be as transparent <laughs> as we can. So yeah, but we'll be updating it every month. So everybody knows over the long term what they can expect as far as returns. So. Cool. And we can, uh, in our Discord, we have uh, a special role for all our strategists. So we'll oh, cool. in include uh, Kevin and Joe, or if, if y'all have a team account, we'll include that and give you that role so that folks can more easily like identify you and ask questions about uh, the vault. So just be aware of that we'll, like, you won't you like follow us on our account on X now. So, you know, like we're constantly talking about our vaults and their performance, providing educational materials. So with this vault, um, we'll be doing some of the same stuff. So hopefully as the, the days and weeks go on, uh, you become more familiar and, and assess whether the vault is a good fit for you. Um, Kevin and Joe, I know this is your first vault, but do you, are y'all already thinking about other things you can put together? Oh yeah, we'll probably call you tomorrow. <laughs> no, we're definitely, we're definitely as, you know, we're also kind of at the, the beginning of this, just sommelier in general. So as time goes on, absolutely, we're going to see how, you know, what else we can integrate with. And um, but like Kevin said, we're already looking at doing a, a Bitcoin vault. We're we're still getting that the uh, the parameters set, um, but it's pretty. Straightforward because we're following a lot of the framework that we use with this ETH trend growth um, vault. So it should be pretty easy. 
going forward, but this was the first one. So we'll, um, we're both really looking forward to seeing what happens, but absolutely. Yeah. But that'll be a similar um, thesis, right? Which is, which is effectively taking advantage of the, the RAP BTC um, yield vault uh, that you guys have launched paired with um, likely we'll, we'll do the um, real yield USD. Um, although we've, we've certainly been following, you know, the, the turbo uh, go vault as well. That's, that's, that's been very interesting and, and, and pretty cool to see you guys launching that. Awesome. Yeah. Hopefully with every uh, vault you launch, there is a few more Legos in place, either on the vault side, like relevant stablecoin vaults or ETH vaults that you can tap into or other yield bearing vaults. And then uh, if there's, you know, other protocols that you want to be interacting with, you know, hopefully we have a, a few more that you can tap into as, uh, you know, the months go by. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll probably be drinking wine thinking about it. But, <laughs> you know, some, it's Somalia will age, age like a fine wine. So we're looking forward. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So uh, I think we are good it doesn't look like anyone has any questions this episode has been recorded so uh folks that missed out can still you know hear what we've discussed today there's a lot of good insights and then we'll be releasing some additional uh helpful resources for those interested like on our x account and also um in our discord and telegram just getting the word out so thanks everyone for joining uh, thanks, Kevin and Joe. I'm really excited, and I think everyone else is, uh, about having a new team in, in the Smallier strategy family. So excited to see this vault grow and also all the other cool things that you contribute to the ecosystem. Awesome. Cool. Well, it was a pleasure to chat with you and, uh, and the rest of the crew here. Awesome. Have a good day, everyone. Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible 
Bristol When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tell the spaces. <laughs>